Welcome to Time Play 3HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name's Louie. And my name is Lockie. And this week, Louie, we got to play Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Yes, we did. For how long? Three hours. Three hours. <laughs> ah. Oh, we just got it. Right, okay. Play. <laughs> Bring out three. Hi, Lucky. Hey, bud. How are you doing? I'm pretty much okay. How are you? I'm good, thank you. You were a bit ill yesterday. Yes, but I'm but fully recovered. On today. That's what I like oh, to hear. And I'm so ready to go. I'm glad you're here, Louis. Yeah, it would be a... Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, for one, it, <laughs> you know, it's a two-person show, so there's that. Yeah. There is that. Number two, ah. it's episode... Nine nine. Nineteen nine. Nine nine nine. Episode nine. Double nine. How exciting is that? Uh yeah, it's it's very exciting. It's bizarro, is what it is. It's bizarre. The fact that we've stuck anything for this. I know it's it's so unlike us. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, it's about video games, which makes it a little bit easier, but um doesn't mean we haven't done it. And of course, I know what everyone's thinking at home. They're thinking, fuck, episode 100 next week. Better Ooh. be something good, right? Because, you know, <laughs> hello, episode he's got to have something good. And I'm happy to announce we will have something good for episode 100. <laughs> and uh, more on that at the end. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so you're good. I'm fine. Um, but we're both vampires it's i'm excited to talk about vampire the masquerade bloodline yeah me too um so why why did you choose this i um i it's just another one of those goddamn games from like that period of time where games just kind of came out and went away and then some people loved them and then they talk about them 10 years later and i've just for the last many years have heard people every once in a while like it just pops up right just like oh vampire the masquerade bloodlines oh remember that weird you know and people always have it was a hell of a weird year 2004 yeah i mean it's a bloodlines came out in uh, 2004 with other classics such as gta san andreas half-life 2 yeah wow Uh uh-huh Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. That's one of the first ones here as well. Both built Halo 2, as we uh, talked about not long ago. Yeah, we loved 2004. Oh my gosh. Fable? (laughs) That's obviously going to be coming up soon. Jeez, how have I not done that yet? (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a good one, actually. Anyway, um, great one. um, So, and I just, yeah, so I just heard like little smatterings, never like fully positive. Um, but some, I know that there's like a cult following and it's one of those games you read the title and then you look at the cover and you're like, oh, this is very much clearly a cult. There's, this could only ever be a cult, um, Favorite. following. Yeah. Um, and then they announced they were going to make a sequel like the other week. 
And I was like, well, now it's time. Now i got to play this. I think that was a very sensible thing. And it's, for one, crazy that there is a sequel coming to this game. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we mentioned it last week, but my experience of this in total is uh, Little Kribo's Marek's playthrough of the game, mm-hmm. where he plays it and then dubs over it with amazing, hilarious content. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and that that's my entire exposure to it. But mm. from that series, I've got a fair amount, and it's always been something that I would have always been very willing to play because of seeing it like that. But yeah, it never even like flickered in my brain that maybe I actually should play it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even though I was like, I, I'd probably like to play this game. Um, so what is Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines? Oh, I think you're gonna have to try. So, I think, and I you don't quote me on this, because I don't think I googled this. I think this is just in the back of my brain. Yeah. And you can tell by um, playing it, I guess, is that it's based off a tabletop RPG. Um, it's, it's very RPG-y. Um, so, you've got, like, a character sheet that you fill out, you pick your vampire class, you go out there, you have a little tutorial, and then you explore this sort of... Uh, zone and do side quests and quests and, uh, and and you talk to people. There's a lot of talking. It's, um, it's very talk heavy. And fortunately for it, the scripts are so incredible that it kind of is okay that it's. Uh, so yeah, I think that talking. was the the one of the most surprising things about it is that the the script and the delivery of the script. <laughs> it's so <laughs> so compelling. It's like competent, you know, in like a way that you just don't even see in like games today. And not not that like it's always the best, but it's just like there's something about it that's like, yeah, I'm I'm down with this. I, <laughs> this crazy guy's like yapping at me, and I'm going for it. I'm... It's just like the whole place is so gritty. I honestly yeah. don't think I've ever been in a game to date that manages to pull off uh, such like a grimy and gross environment yeah <laughs> even though there's like nothing in it and terrible textures and you know little lighting it's still <laughs> just like an incredible place to walk around and uh all the characters that fill this place just like the stuff they say yeah uh just complements it perfectly and just being in that place you're like geez this is every bit of every bit i look around me is gross uh, and it's like and it's, it's amazing like- it's genuinely wacky. Yeah. You know, not in like an attempt to be wacky. It is just friggin' bizarro. Nuts. Um, yeah. So the basic premise of the, of the game is you, um, your character has, has a lovely night with, um, a vampire. They get turned into a vampire and then <laughs> the, uh, the cut scene in the morning the first thing you see is this guy busts through a door. <laughs> he, yeah. throws, he throws a, a stake at both of you, and your lover dies. Um, well, they don't die. Oh, that's true. Actually, they, they uh, yeah, in a sort of true. sort of you know, Bruce Lee kick down at the door on double speed. Uh, <laughs> this person sort of javelins a stake <laughs> with perfect accuracy it's really, it's a, into it's both a really your good hearts. <laughs> it's a great introduction. It really is. Um, he busts down the door and there he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're in this like seedy gross apartment that's just like covered in like used condom wrappers and and it's just a mess. 
and then you wake up and you're like on stage in like a crappy theater and this guy's yapping about bloodlines and stuff and you get saved and the other your lover gets killed because yeah. he did a bad thing by making you into a vampire and then you just kind of set loose into the universe yeah exactly so long story short you're a person that was having a sex tonight with a uh, mm-hmm. vampire they turned you into a vampire which is illegal in the vampire it's laws. bad news and uh, they were murdered for it and then you're like okay well you're now a vampire welcome to uh welcome to california and you can be one of like five different vampire classes yeah and um i mean and i'm lucky i am dying to know which class did you pick so i was the uh torador i was from the torador class of vampire what's special about the torador uh well so did you do the question sheet or did did, you pick it Okay. So I, well, I did the question sheet, and then I quit out and went to. The, I was just curious what the questions were. Okay. Um, and then I quit out and went to the <laughs> pick my own. Well, uh, so I didn't do that. I just went straight question sheet. So it, it's very like traditional RPG, uh, with you know point distribution and your different stats and uh, certain perks and traits. And mm-hmm. but one of the ways that your abilities can be decided is through like a questionnaire at the beginning. And this questionnaire was just, dude, it was so funny. <laughs> it's so funny so the questions were like you're in a night and this is quoted I, I wrote it down because you know it was so good i had to write it down uh it <laughs> says you're at a nightclub having a damned good time <laughs> it's the opener and it's like you run out of cash no cash no fun how do you get money and then you know it's like steal a bottle of wine seduce someone and get them to pay or get on out of there uh, and the other one was like, how do you turn a first date into a second one? And I obviously chose, look at me, who wouldn't want another dose of this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it hooks you in straight from the start. And it just pumped me out as a uh, Torador vampire, and I could do some things, I guess. Did they, did you, cause, so you didn't, like, read the class sheet of, like, the specific... Uh, like what your character, what your bloodline is about, no. sort of thing. Well, uh, they they okay. they give it to you. They tell yeah, you that. I yeah. guess they do. So yeah. I was like a almost. They're one of the closest to the mortals, Ooh. and so their approach on. Oh, so yeah, that's the really handsome. Exactly. Yeah. Ones. They're the, like the beautiful ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was my that was my angle. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I was tempted by those sexy, sexy vamp. Yeah. Hot and uh, steamy. Um, I, uh, I, um, had read in the reviews lots of things about this game, and one person said, whatever you do the first time you play, do not pick the Nosferatu. Okay. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Okay. Okay. So I picked the Nosferatu, (laughs) um, and the thing about Nosferatu is they're, uh, but ugly, and, um, they don't look like humans. They look like, like they look like sort of goblin men, yeah. um, like Nosferatu, and uh, that means that humans spot you immediately. Oh, jeez! So I went through, and I didn't know that. So I went through the whole tutorial, and there's a fairly lengthy tutorial section where you're talking to this guy, and he's like, "Oh, you're a Nosferatu. You're gross," and blah blah blah. <laughs> um, 
you even meet like you have to like suck okay. the blood of a homeless man um but he didn't react to me so i was like oh maybe i'm like i've got like a disguise on or something maybe it, maybe it's not a big deal right um and then you finally get into like the actual game section there's this little cutscene where your character walks out of the front door and into the sort of main street where there's like a, several pedestrians walking around um <laughs> and then uh the it, the camera comes back to my view and just immediately <laughs> immediately every single pedestrian is like screaming and running away I and the police it. are shooting at me oh my oh my word um and i was like what how the hell do you play it like this um and then i just quit <laughs> i quit and started a new class amazing um, amazing and I can't remember the name of the class. Matt Bigamers and M, I think, Macalavian, Malavkavian. Um, and they are sure. um they are insane. Oh my gosh, dude. Okay. <laughs> I just You're not say, making it easy for yourself. No, they just it is like I just I read the character descriptions. I just yeah, pick the ones that sound the most interesting. And this is yeah, so they're insane. So they see things that aren't always there and they don't really know what's going on most of the time. Right. <laughs> so the way that works is your, the things you actually say, your dialogue is like written in this sort of, first of all, the font is like really hard to read. Oh, <laughs> um, and then second of all, the things you're actually saying are like really cryptic. Like the whole, so, every, 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 dialogue every option. single line of dialogue oh option God. has been rewritten in this like flowery, nonsensical language for oh, this class. Jeez. Um, and then people, and also the, the NPCs also don't understand what you're saying half the time. Um, so they're like, what do you mean by that? And I'm saying this thing and like, I don't know what I mean by that. <laughs> and they're like, well, what do you mean by that? Like, I don't know. Um, it's not like, it's not most of the time it gets, it's clear enough, but sometimes you're just like, what the hell does that sentence actually say? Right. Um, and that was a fun, that was a fun little challenge and, um, quite a unique thing and i think yeah, I one mean, of the things that's so um games games do do that i mean uh so i mean the first thing i think about is uh fallout and yeah. like low intelligence score yeah uh, and where you just like can't talk to any because you're too dumb yeah but uh you know the fact that they've actually programmed in like tons of different, different yeah like uh, just like a really fun. completely rewritten and that comes off the nosferatu one which had like a lot of dialogue of people saying how ugly I was, you know, like, it's not like this is the only specific one that was like, Oh, I bet you had lots of people saying like, wow, you're beautiful or like, uh, well, I, I didn't even know that, you know, there would be that much change in it. So for me, it was, mm. you know, very natural being, you know, complimented a lot. And it right. Was just, it was very, very natural. Very, uh, yeah, I received, yeah, no compliments. I, I, I felt, I felt very normal in my, uh, yes. in my vampire skin. <laughs> yeah, I can say. Uh, and I say that, but then I, I if I'm going to talk about my character model for half a second, yeah, you know, ridiculous. <laughs> like just every character in this game is as ridiculous, more ridiculous than the next, and they're just incredible. Yep. It's amazing. Uh, so I, I love this game. Uh, some of the standouts for me were in the uh, in the asylum, which is <laughs> this nightclub, mm -hmm. uh, and. First of all, one of my favorite things about the asylum is that when you go in, the music is literally so loud yeah. that all the dialogue can like barely be heard. Yeah, it's great. Because it just is very, very loud. The same sort of song playing over and over. It's realism, man. 
which I enjoyed a lot. And um, mm-hmm. there's a bartender who's incredible in there. He's mm-hmm. like this. I couldn't hear a word what he said. <laughs> super. <laughs> I mean, there's there's subs, so it's you know it's all yeah. written, but so it's not too bad. Uh, and he was just like this massive tattooed like slug man, um, uh-huh. sort of you know huge. He was incredible. Then there was the sister of the owner of the club, Jeanette, yep. who's this like scantily clad, sexy vampire girl. She's just kind of like a Harley Quinn ripoff. Yeah, she is. Um, and she's the so, like she's the character that's on the front of the packaging, I think, and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the surfer dude. Did you meet the surfer dude on the beach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pretty good. <laughs> like, uh-huh. The worst. Australian accent you've ever heard <laughs> talking about how he's a vampire and stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. It's a very meme game, this one. A lot, yeah, of, lo- a lot of meme content. It's really good. Um, I think, but I think what's amazing about it is that, like, even though, like, it's obviously, like, super buggy and there's some weird choice with, like, art direction and stuff, um, and it hasn't aged very well in that aspect of it, it's, like, super ambitious. Yeah. It's like I don't know from what I played at least from the game. only three hours I have no long I have no idea yeah. how long the uh, actual game yeah. is. Yeah, but like even just like yeah, as as I was saying, like even like all the dialogue stuff, um, it just it just seems way bigger than I thought it would be. Um, even from that, and like one thing I was actually really surprised about was the like uh, was the quest design stuff. Right. Did you like get much involved in like any of the side quest stuff? Well, so I mean, it's it's as we said like a few times now. It's very RPG in the way that it sort of just drops you off and lets you do what you want. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's you can follow a sort of main storyline, but most of the time you're walking around, you're going to be distracted, and people are going to be like, "Oh, I'm looking for this. Mm-hmm. Do this." But it's not even that. Often it'll be like through a certain set of dialogue options, it will lead you to that quest. It's not like if I talk to this person, I'm 100% going to have that outcome. Mm. Uh, But if you go through a certain dialogue chain, you might get a quest. And just walking around, you'll find shit, and it'll be like, oh, quest updated. Uh, So, I mean, this is a slight segue. But um, I broke the law at one point Mm -hmm. by going into the sort of hospital place. Mm -hmm. And I needed to get some painkillers for a person. I thought, you know, where am I going to get my painkillers other than the hospital, right? You know, of course, of course. Uh, and I tried to sneak past the lady. And she said, ah, you can't go there. Wait your turn. Uh, but there was, you know, nothing to indicate that my turn would ever come. So I, I tried to do it again. and But this time it didn't stop me. So I thought I had done it. But then as soon as I was past her, she freaked out. Mm. Uh, called security and then you know cops were shooting me but you take very little bullet damage so you can just sort of sustain yeah you can really just take a lot of hits which is great um but you know it it sort of just let me explore the entire hospital and i got all these like quests uh updated and quests complete and all these yeah storyline stuff um and eventually i reset it because i got away i hid in the sewers I escaped from the police, but then when I went back there, uh, you know, they were after me again. And I right. Thought, I don't really want to deal with this, especially when it wasn't my intention. 
Yeah, sure. For this to happen. But, it's uh, a it's a it's the perfect game to quick save, quick load. Yeah, it really is. Can we I would so I was also I spent a sizable chunk of my time inside that hospital. Okay. Um f- I was trying to find and eventually found um the surf the surfer's uh girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Um yeah. so eventually I found her. Um, there was a whole quest line to try to find her and end up going to like multiple different places and following the sort of breadcrumbs. And then eventually it turns out that she's, she's the last thing you hear about her is that she had snuck into the blood bank to steal blood. Um, cause she was a bit, she, you know, she, she wanted a snack. Um, cause she was, uh, half vampirized. Yeah. Right. Something like that. Right. Yeah. I think she was full vamps. She was okay. full vamps. Um, anyway. Um, so the amazing thing about that hospital was the ambient sound was insane. Okay. So, like, none of the... So, there's a couple of security guards wandering around, and there's a couple of doctors, sort of, and other people, but mostly it's quite empty. But there is so much, like, ambient sound. Like, what, what are we talking about? So, like, give me some, give <laughs> you're me walking some. around. So, okay, so you're walking around. I'm like I'm in the maintenance room. Okay. Um ah. and there's like I've got so many questions, but go on. Okay. Okay. So I'm in the maintenance room and um and in the sound is this just someone like just downloaded hospital sound noises, right? So I'm in the maintenance room on the top floor, there's no there's no no one around and I can hear that beep noise that you hear in hospitals. Yeah. So um blah blah blah. Um I can hear like footsteps, I can hear like a receptionist talking. Um, and then maybe once every 45 seconds, I hear the sound of a man throwing up. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So I'm just like, and then, okay, so I'm in like the security guard room and then (laughs) what maybe feels like 10 feet away from me, I just hear a man go, Um, but like the security guard has no footstep sound. They just kind of float around the space. Oh, jeez. uh, how oh, did, how I really, you, how I really enjoyed the bugs in this game. In well, so you played the straight Steam version of this game, which is according yeah. to you and the internet a buggy mess. Uh, I oh, tried so to good. do that. Uh, game instantly crashed, uh, and after much pain, I man- managed to download the unofficial patch, which is apparently you know fan made patch which fixes all the bugs and everyone swears by. But I think. The second time I did it, because it failed yeah. the first time, the second time I did it, I also ticked a couple of other options yeah. uh, rather than just the main patch because I thought, you know, I'll try something different. Hopefully it works this time. Uh, and so I think I might have even had some extra stuff in there, like some slightly better textures. Mm. And uh, I don't know what else, but I think I was playing a slightly, <clears throat> you know, sort of yeah version. But it's, of it's- I'm kind of bummed that you missed out on like, cause I think it's really fascinating a game that launched in such a state. Cause obviously this is before like stuff got patched online or whatever. So this is the version that was released on launch and it's, is it pretty, really? Yeah. And it's they pretty must broken. Have updated a little bit. Um, no, the, like the company, uh, Troika, the developers, they got closed down a year after this game was released. And, oh, like, wow. Okay. Um, I think Activision published it, right? But like, it doesn't, it just, it's just a thing that exists, um, and has no one to like care for it. Yeah. And so like, it just got really rushed out the who, door. Who did, where does the money go? Do you know, does it just go to Activision in that case? <sighs> um, yeah, I mean, I think so. I think like, 
I think it can get really, really hairy with stuff. Like I know with the System Shock games, those licenses have like been around, and people have basically the, what happens is the license kind of just gets lost, right? Because there's no one looking um, after it. Because yeah, and like it's impossible. To, or like one company will have like one part of it, another company will have another part of it, and um. So it takes a lot of work to like try and get that back, which I know for System Shock they now a company called Night Dive Studios is like remaking it, um, so they got the license for it. Um, but um, yeah, so I don't know about the license for this. Um, but yeah, it's 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 just um, I can't remember what I was saying. What was I saying? I've... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? we're talking about a uh, Activision, this company. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I actually, they got shut down. Uh, blah. Anyway, anyway, the uh, the the sound design is um, it's wicked for the guards. Uh, the oh, only... no, 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 no. talking about the bugs. Sorry, uh, I yeah, just yeah. want to stay on the bugs because yeah, it's a shame that you missed it because this game is so rich with bug issues. Um, the biggest one, and I'm hoping it wasn't fixed because it consistently frustrated and made me laugh. Um was uh <laughs> the doors right in the original version if you open the door so you press e to use the door yeah if you walk through the door while the door is opening the door will close <laughs> <laughs> okay so so okay, if you, excellent <laughs> yeah so if you press e then press forward like you would any other video game door yeah. um it just it gets stuck and closes on your face. Amazing. <laughs> so you have to you have to wait for the door to fully open before you can walk through it. I like that a game that's uh, you know teaches you some patience. Yeah. Like like when you put a thing in front of a dog and you're like, okay, yeah, go exactly. Uh, no, yeah. I I actually had a very smooth run. Oh, what a shame! On my, uh, on my oh, I had some which, which I was I was very fine with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the patch the patch seemed to work a treat. The the best one was the security guard that I was just talking about when he spotted me. He was like the <laughs> he was the other side of the hall. Jeez. He was like down the hallway. Yeah, and he's standing. He's standing there like head down. Right. <laughs> His arms kind of not t posing, but like just kind of like pointing outwards. And he's just <laughs> right. looking down like at his feet. Right. Well, what are we talking? Two in front. Two arms in front, yeah. like a yeah, sort of, yeah. Uh, two arms, like sort of down. He's just kind of looking down his arms towards the floor. Okay, and then he goes, "Hey," and he's <laughs> he's still like that. And then and then and then he starts to run, like juts out of that and starts running at me. <laughs> right. And he, <laughs> we go into like the the talking animation. So like it, it like goes into first person and it um it like zooms in on their face. Yeah, <laughs> and imagine Skyrim esque. His his f- face, <laughs> it Jeez. like broke downwards. So he was, his head was st- still pointing at the floor, but his eyes were pointing up. Right. And he, and he, did you take it? Did you take a screenshot or a picture? No, I missed. I oh, missed what is wrong his, with you? It was over quite fast, and his mouth didn't move. And he said, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> And then the dialogue option came up and it and it uh, fixed itself. Oh, jeez, that sounds fun. I do have. I did put one that screenshot actually. Perfect. Um, Perfect. And no this was the cover. 
and this was in the cutscene. I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, of me, it cut to me. So uh, the woman I was looking for in the hospital, she like jumps out and jumps on this man, and she starts like sucking his blood, <laughs> and then it hard cuts to this image. Okay. <laughs> there, there it is. You've uh, you've added it. I am opening it, and whoa, <laughs> sexy girl. <laughs> Look at that neck. <laughs> Look at those shoulders. <laughs> oh my! So I can only sort of describe this photo <laughs> that you've sent to me as uh, so sort of looking up on this woman on top of you, uh, but her body's been stretched and her arms. Uh, it looks like she's got a pencil body with a really long neck and yeah. two arms have been stuck onto the side of this <laughs> long pencil body. Kind of, kind of praying mantises. Yeah. 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 Anyway, this, this bug, um, easy to recreate because, uh, the game crashed immediately after that and okay. then it happened again when I did it again. Wow. Um, so very buggy game and I, I don't hate it for it. It really brightened my day. Yeah. I mean, uh, it had a lot. So the only thing where I was like, okay, that's beyond bad is uh, the audio from the first security guard who's in that sort of intro scene. Did you have that? Because I was, it was so bad where I started thinking maybe this is done in the unofficial patch because the original uh, dialogue was so buggy or broken or whatever. The audio from the first security so, guard. I don't know if all intros are the same, depending on the different classes you choose, but there's mm -hmm. gunshots and you're sort of sneaking through a building and there's a security guard who's like, stop there, like, don't move. I'll call the SWAT or whatever. Mm. Uh, and then I think that's one of the original times you get to try out different dialogue options, you know, like intimidate, seduce, right. uh, convince. Did you have him? I don't remember. Well, anyway, he talks to me and his audio quality, it was like the voice acting was obviously nothing special, but the quality of the audio was like worse, worse than my early audio on this podcast. <laughs> really? Like you could hear the static almost when he talked. Oh, wow. Uh, and it was, it was really out of place. But other than that, very smooth. Very yeah. smooth. I think um, one of my favorite things in this game was the radio at the start of the game when you wake up. Yeah, that was, that was I was like surprised by that stuff. There was some great, very, very good radio content, sort of GTA 5-esque style with a lot of funny mm -hmm. adverts and a lot of good talk show stuff. Uh, and the best one was the ad for friggin' chicken. <laughs> yeah. Friggin' chicken. Was that one they keep swearing? <laughs> yeah. Um but it's a, just a chicken brand, a sort of fast food chicken brand called Friggin' Chicken, uh, which is, I thought was amazing and uh -huh. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I, yeah. I, I, I always think I was pretty... I just don't think of many games from 2004 having that level of snappiness when it comes to dialogue. Yeah. Um, like Half-Life 2 is obviously a good example of good dialogue in a video game, but uh, this this has like uh for two thousand two, and this has this has like a pace and like a fluidness that you wouldn't expect from a game that is so buggy and unfinished, yeah, and like clunky. It's just it's just written very believably yeah. in the way that you know there's like a lot of 
weird swearing and a lot of people just using weird words that aren't quite and like a lot of sex sentence structures that aren't perfectly written out and it's just goofy and it's just like oh yeah okay this is pretty goofy we're just gonna be goofy goofy. character and yeah and when you're looking at like slug man bouncer or you know sex doll vampire (laughs) it it fits (laughs) the dialogue fits what you see yeah yeah all right man well i don't think i have much more to say no that's that was good i enjoyed that yeah that's good chat all right you want to tell me what I'm playing uh, for episode 100? Yeah, for the big one. For the big, for the big O. 100. Uh, you know what you're playing because we yes. did talk about it a little bit. Uh, obviously, for a special episode, we're choosing a special game. Yeah, one of the best. Mm-hmm. Would you like mm-hmm. to do the reveal? Um, no, I think you should. I think you should. Okay. Next week, Louis, you will mm-hmm. be playing and we will be talking about... Uh, along the lines of whatever its true name is, Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> a 3D VR experience. A 3D one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> Through a Kingdom Hearts VR experience? Yeah, probably. Something like that. As well as uh, all sorts of other special goodies for episode 100. Yeah, so um, the big exciting news that we have to share with you this week is that next week there won't be an episode. No. Um, uh, we just need to uh, sort some stuff out for Ep 100 and some other stuff we got planned. I uh, want to make sure everything's good to go and blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's but, why uh, I really know. It'll be worth it. But getting ready for That's some uh, good stuff, and I think you guys will pro- hope to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's it on my end. This podcast goes up every single Monday on SoundCloud and iTunes and Google Podcasts. Um, the i the email is the email is three hrpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, and we'll speak to you in uh, f- uh, two weeks. Yeah, sounds good. All right, cool. Peace. Bye.